0: This is the Blind Grilling Experience, and I am the most interesting griller in the world. Hello, BGE Nation. This is Chris Peltz back with you. And today we have just an awesome episode of the Blind Grilling Experience for you, and I am so excited to be introducing a special guest for today's program and one that we hope to have on quite often. Often, and his name is John Grimes. John is someone that I met in person just over two years ago, when we delivered our third Big Green Egg package through blind grilling, and we delivered this package to him. Uh, he, you, you can check out all about the delivery. You can check out about his uh, his loss of eyesight. On our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash grilling go to our playlist and go to the blindsided playlist. And it was our, again, our third delivery and it's John Grimes. It was just an awesome experience for us. And after two years of just kind of talking back and forth on the phone and him having this big green egg all to himself, he's now come to tell us all about it. John good to have you on the program.
1: Hey Chris, great to be here uh, talking with the most interesting griller in the world. What an (laughs) honor.
0: Yeah, hey man, I I appreciate it and uh, just it's great to have you for sure and uh, you know up until uh, you know leading up to the you know two years ago um, you had an interest in grilling and I know this because not only um, had there been a little bit of contact for you reaching out to uh, to me through blind grilling but your brother as well who reached out and you know kind of uh, gave me some more information about you and, and um, you know I, I knew you had the interest you had the desire you had the want to when it comes to grilling um, and you know we we hooked up made it happen and how has the past two years been? for you with the Big Green Egg?
1: Uh, it's hard to put it into words, really. It's been wonderful. I had the grilling experience, too. I, I lost my vision um, in my teenage years, so I wasn't any kind of expert griller, but I definitely knew how to grill things, and at least um, at a low level. So I was probably a little intimidated about being in um, in a grill setting, and it was seeing the videos that you were doing and, and that techniques and some things like that, that really kind of inspired me to say, yeah, I think I can do that. And, um, absolutely I could, and, uh, I owe it all to you. So, and, uh, it's, it's been, it's been tremendous. I mean, I've cooked, um, I, I can't tell you how many times I've cooked on that thing in two years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I didn't introduce you to the egg though. Uh, now your brother has an egg. And so you've been a you had been around it a little bit just when he was cooking.
1: Yeah, and that that was my tie in to you because when he was on YouTube looking at grilling videos and with the egg, I think that's he he actually is the one that found you um and told me about you. So um yeah, I I'd, I'd been around it but not anything more than just hey, that's a that's a cool grill. It's green. So <laughs> that's It's <that's, green. laughs> cool.
0: Right. And I like it. Yeah, right, so absolutely. It
1: wasn't really until I saw your videos that I understood the the power that was available, that I that I had available, uh, once I understood kind of how to use it. And, you know, the thing that, for me, is that, that makes it all possible is the Flame Boss. Right. Um, I'm sure it's not difficult over time to understand how to get the grill to, to the temperatures that you want. And that's something I really need to do because I rely way too much on the Flame Boss, um, the autopilot, there. It, it just talk about shortening the learning curve of using a smoker. I mean, it's like, it's, I think it's cheating. I mean, I'll, I will gladly cheat. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not opposed to that, (laughs) but I just think like you talk to people that are using offset smokers or the stick burners and stuff that they don't, they don't use that kind of stuff. And they probably look at me and I like, you know, this guy's a rookie, but, um, that's fine. I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, really they, they're relying on the same information that you're relying on. It's just how you're getting it. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the big differences I think with the flame boss and, and, you know, less, okay. Yeah. It's cheating. (laughs) I, you know, we can try to manipulate that and try to say, well, you know, but, but we, we are receiving I don't feel bad about it. That's right. Yeah. I don't either. (laughs) and, And,
1: and because of our unique, uh, abilities, um, it, you know, it's it's it's. I think it's pretty necessary.
0: Yes, um, it is. Now, over
1: time, I may I may d- um, be able to come up with a way to regulate the temperature on my own, but I won't be able to come up with a plan for going to sleep at night with some meat on, and you know, setting an alarm for when it gets too hot. You know, yeah, that that just doesn't happen without the flame balls. So, yeah, um, there are certainly even reasons for someone with full vision to to use it anyway so. Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, being just from when I was raised um in my movie upbringing, I I consider the flame boss to be the flux capacitor of <laughs> of grilling, which is which is what makes uh grilling possible.
0: It like, is the cruise control for your grill, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And and of course, um you know, you've you've just taken off with it too because I I can remember You know, just just call after call, which I loved, by the way, I'm not this is not a complaint, but, you know, text messaging calls, you know, this is what I'm cooking this week. And I man, that got me so excited and and stoked for, um, you know, for for some of my own cooks and some of the own my own, uh, you know, some of the videos we did uh, was just hearing about what you were doing, what you were cooking and the things you were trying and the new things that you were, that were going about. So what has been over the past two years, what, what is probably your favorite thing to cook and what, and and if they're the same, that's fine. But you know, the most challenging that you've really feel like you you're getting down really well.
1: Wow. That's a large uh, window of things there for me. I, I don't, I would say the thing that we've cooked the most most of my family is really not into necessarily barbecue which is a really precarious position for me to be in here um so they they wouldn't consider uh pulled pork or um brisket to be a desirable thing for them they 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 all eat it but not not with the same um tenacity that i would so the thing that we've cooked probably the most is going to be hamburgers and bratwurst And, yeah, probably hamburgers and bratwurst.
0: Now, there were some Um, steaks you did quite a bit of, too. uh,
1: Yeah. And we, yeah, we've done quite a bit of steaks. Um, We like, uh, in my family, um, flank steak is a delicacy, believe it or not. So, in fact, we picked up a couple flank steaks at the store today, and those are going on uh, sometime in the next two days. But we've cooked a ton of uh, fillets, um, some ribeyes. We've tried a couple other New York strips, a couple other cuts. Um, my favorite is the filet. Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> um, it's,
1: that's, that's a pretty easy one though to, to be everybody's favorite. Yeah. But I, I think my favorite thing to cook personally has been pork shoulder, pork butt, Boston yeah. butt, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, I, when I go to barbecue places, that's typically what I'll have. Um, so that's kind of how I gauge barbecue places is by their pulled pork. So I'm trying to master that. I like brisket. I like sausage. I like I like pretty much everything. I like ribs. But the thing that that I like I think the most is pulled pork. So that's probably my favorite thing to cook. Right. Uh, we've cooked some briskets. Of course, we cooked ribs right off the bat. That's what we cooked when you came to see me. Yeah. Yeah. The first um, cook. Yep. That's right. So we we've cooked. Oh, You've done lots some tri tips. Uh yeah, forgot about that. We've done several try. I got I got in a tri tip groove there for a while. I was cooking <laughs> a lot of those, yeah. and I haven't done that for a few months now for some reason. But that's a gonna write. What about down. sides? Have you done any sides on the grill? Uh, I would say no. I think the only side I ever cooked on the grill would be uh, potatoes and corn. I've cooked corn on the cob.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, several times and baked potatoes, but.
0: No asparagus?
1: Not, no. We haven't really yeah. done any veggies yeah. to speak of. We we generally will cook those um, inside. Uh, my wife does a pretty good job with that stuff. Sure. We do eat a lot of we do a lot of green stuff. We eat asparagus and kale and green beans and things, but she generally cooks those inside. So uh, Brussels sprouts, things like that. So we do make beans, um, which we made when you were here. We kind of tweaked the Recipe from when you were here, but it's it's pretty similar to how it was. But we do that on the stovetop and and so too.
0: Now, I and I'm gonna have to share with you some Brussels sprout ideas for the egg because. Oh, man, there, there's some awesome things and all great results. You can have with Russell, Russell sprouts out on the egg, but, um, but yeah, that, that, which, which is awesome. So, so we've still got some work to do with you, right? <laughs> to get you. Uh,
1: I've got tons of work. To, yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm a, yeah. Still a work in progress. So,
0: but man, you know, you're all the, all the meat though. I mean, burgers, hot dogs, brats, you know, the tri tips, the steaks that you've been, you've been cooking. Uh, You know, I've heard a lot about that. You've, you've, you know, you let me know about those cooks, which is awesome. What about salmon? Have you done any salmon? I've
1: done no fish. No fish.
0: So in the package, when we, when we delivered that, um, you had, of course, the large big green egg, uh, the flame boss, which was the, the two centerpieces basically of that. And then the kick ash basket, some accessories for, uh, for in the egg, the, the basket um, and the of course the plate setter, um, you had the a pen friend too for labeling things. There was the um, instant read thermometer from Thermalworks, Of course, rubs and sauces from some of our our partners like Lane's Barbecue and 441 South Barbecue. Um, Wood Dog sauces I think was with us then, um, and and a few others. So uh, so there's there's been quite a bit uh, of things that we gave. However. You've added to your arsenal just a little bit, and that's what I want to talk about here next. But before we do that, let's let's mention one of our partners, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the accessories you've added to your arsenal for your grilling. So hold on just a second. And in honor of John Grimes being with us this week, we are going to be talking about our partner, Flame Boss. Cruise control for your grill. Check them out at flameboss.com. Folks, this thing is amazing. Not only does it connect to your Wi-Fi and can control the temperature of your charcoal grill, especially the Camadoo grills, but you can monitor the temps. You can tell it to go up and down. You can monitor your meat temperatures. You can monitor it from your phone, from your Alexa device. You can monitor it from across town or around the world. It is so amazing cruise control for your grill. Check out some of the videos we've got on it on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash grilling or go directly to their website at flameboss.com. All right, John, so like we said, you've had some some things that you've added to your arsenal, some some accessories. And Father's Day is coming up. Why don't you tell us some of the things um, that you've added that I think have been the most, or you rather think have been the most productive and useful? Accessories that you've added, um, and you know, maybe give some folks some ideas for for Father's Day coming up. Because whether they're sighted or or not, you know, uh, if they're grilling, smoking, you know, especially if they're blind or visually impaired, I'm sure. But some of these accessories have got to be something that's be useful for for anyone and everyone out there.
1: Yeah, there are a lot I've, that I've added. I don't even know where to begin. Except I should say, just to add on to what you just said about the Flame Boss. Um, it's just tremendous. I can't say enough good things about the Flame Boss and the people um, behind the Flame Boss. I've communicated with them on a few occasions on some things, and it is the response time and everything is just is wonderful. Um, probably one of the first things I got because uh, I have a Flame Boss three hundred, and I got a uh, an extra meat probe. Can never go wrong with an extra meat probe.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: So. Yeah that's been invaluable to me.
0: Right. Yeah. And of course they have the 400 now, uh, which allows for the one meat probe and then the 500, which will allow for more meat. Yeah. I've got my eyes
1: but, set on that uh, 500. That's um, yeah. That looks pretty good. So yeah,
0: yeah it's pretty cool. Absolutely. They, and they, yeah, like you said, they are a great company and, and great folks, you know, doing what they yeah. can. Um, and that's been
1: my experience. It's just been, yeah. it's been phenomenal.
0: Which is awesome. Um,
1: probably my favorite, favorite thing that i've added just because it's it's cool and it makes me really really flex my manly muscle uh is the uh is the torch to light
0: <laughs> the right yeah the
1: the j george uh torch which basically is just a blowtorch. yeah but it's certainly uh, the the part that is kind of necessary about it is it cuts down on the um the temp uh, up to temperature time uh you can torch that thing for at least i do for 30 to 90 seconds or so. And within the matter of a couple, maybe 10 minutes, be up to 350 degrees. Yeah. Um, if you get it in the right spots and have the charcoal and stuff placed correctly. So it's just awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I mean, I use it as well. Um, and that is, that's something that we'll probably consider including in the packages. Um, but uh, man, we well, have yeah, It's not it,
1: expensive. No, you know, it's the not. Star- I was using the starters uh, and, and the, the trouble that I was running into was... The wind, like I had the little chimney fireplace lighters, you know, and I would put the starters in and it would, sometimes it would be so windy that I would, a lighter would blow out before the, the starter would catch. And then my starters got dried and then they got wet. Mm -hmm. And then I was at the last, the last time I used a starter, I took it into my house and turned on my gas cooktop and that's how I lit it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I had a pair, I had it in a pair of tongs. I put <laughs> them under my, uh, of course my wife's looking at me like the, the house is about to burn. Down. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: And so I'm, it, luckily it wasn't too far to the back porch, but I go out the door and, and then kind of try to bury it, the lit starter in the charcoal. And I was like, all right, there's yeah. gotta be a better way. Yeah. And there is a better way.
0: That's right. Yeah. Again, so, that JJ George grill torch is available at kickashbasket.com. And uh, they sell it there, and uh, I think last I checked was like thirty-seven dollars. Yeah, it's not real so, expensive because
1: right. you know the price of the starters is is going to be in that range also, um, fifteen to twenty-five dollars probably. And the fuel for it is it's just uh, it's it's just propane, and the tanks are a dollar or two, and I, they usually last me about six
0: months, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they last so, a long time. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. So, so you got the, it's really not expensive, right? No, it's not. It's not. And it's so, it sounds so cool when you light that grill. You just, you hear that and then the I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's cool. So I definitely love the JJ George uh, grill torch for sure. Um, What what about some of the bigger, I mean, that, that's, that's on the low end and we'll come back to some of the low end accessories, but there are some big end kind of uh, more expensive things I think you've added.
1: Yeah, there certainly are those too, especially when you're talking about the uh the big green egg. Everything <laughs> is right. is good. I the, the biggest physical one and probably the most expensive one was a table. Yeah. Um I got the uh nest with the handler and the side mounted um tables which was fine. Um but then as I, you know, keep grilling and I keep getting bigger things and more things and you know, just to kind of go back to what we said earlier, uh there's 52 weeks in a year. And I'm telling you, in the first two years of having that thing, I, I can count the weekends I didn't grill on probably one hand. Yeah. Uh, that was my, because I was out of town, or it was just terrible weather, um, either way too hot or just way too cold. And the, as I kept going, I kept needing more space. I had more accessories. I needed the place to store them uh, outside. So I got a table. Um, it's, it, mine's wooden. I got it at a hardware store here locally. It is, it's been awesome. Then there's a cover for that and all the bins and things now, that go. When you say covered, let
0: me, let me ask you this, because this is something that I hear a lot is, you know, a lot of folks and, and it's a big, there's big kind of a debate out there about whether or not they actually use the cover or not. So, uh, you've got the cover. Do you really use it?
1: most of the time i do yeah
0: yeah yeah now, and i, what's I interesting do about I do too, that yeah
1: i think I, it extends the life of the um, the felt uh, well, that's what I, the, I
0: that's what i tell myself so,
1: <laughs> yeah i think yeah, it does yeah it it uh, probably I've, does. I've seen people that have, have had the cha- i'm i'm still using the same felt oh yeah i'm um, a little 2 years in a little about 2 years in i i think i need to change it uh, it still does have some spring to it so it's not hard
0: Right, and, right.
1: Um, Falling, it's not coming off anywhere. Um, I just feel like it. It's about time to change mine, but I haven't yet. So yeah. I think the fact that I cover it keeps, although it does get a little wet in there. I think it keeps that dry. I don't. There's, there's usually never water on. Yeah, and I'm sure and that keeps, helps just with the, the shape of the egg. It the direct direct sun off of it too. Right, Because yeah. I'm in Texas, and it does get hot.
0: So what are some of the, uh, probably the most useful, or what do you use the most, besides the JJ uh, George Grill Torch to light your grill, uh, with the cooks that you do, what are some of the the uh, more useful accessories well, that you picked yeah, up? Yeah, the,
1: the thing that I got pretty soon too was the, Expander basket. I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but the in the in the big green egg expansion kit, right? Uh, there's a basket where the uh, the convector plate setter sits. Yeah. So they've got it, a single makes,
0: piece. They've got a three piece, and they got a five piece expander. Yes. And the one piece is the basket that you're talking about, which yes. holds the the convector or plate setter.
1: It is so easy to get the plate setter in and out. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's it is, right.
0: I know that's it, probably it, one of my absolute favorite big green egg branded accessories uh, ever uh, just because it, it, it is so much easier when you go to light your grill, when you, you know, for just for
1: any reason, you need to put, put, put some wood in. Right.
0: Yeah. Cleaning it,
1: change something, cleaning it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, I mean, just whatever it is, it just to be able to lift everything out in one fell swoop and, and, and boom, it's there. And it can um, be
1: screaming hot yeah. and it, it, which is the next accessory that I use all the time is gloves. There's all I got all kinds of gloves to help pull that thing in and out. But something else I use re- very often because, again, we eat a lot of hamburgers here uh, is the fish basket, which is a video that I, I saw you do. Uh, I don't right. know when that was a year ago, maybe. But uh, the store that the grocery store where we are they make pre made uh, little sliders and that basket. Uh, I think it's Weber.
0: Yes, it is. Pitch basket
1: yeah. holds twelve of the the burgers that uh, our store makes. So we load that thing up with twelve burgers pretty regularly. Yeah. And we had a birthday party here where I was going to make twenty four of them, and I almost bought a second basket <laughs> just so I could just move one you right. know, without having to switch it out, uh, yeah. switch the burgers out. So. Uh, I think I'll probably get another one of those just because it's so valuable to me. And I don't you've want to never break used it, it for or fish. I
0: don't
1: <laughs> want to, I've never used it for fish. That's right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> You know what? I haven't either. I, I I've that? used it for several times for a lot of things, but never fish, <laughs> interestingly enough. Uh, it, as a matter of fact, uh, we received an email from uh, a guy named Philip, who's visually impaired, and... He uses the fish basket as well, and he uses it for steaks, for burgers, for chicken breast. And he had a question about uh, when he uses that, uh, that fish basket for steaks because he gets it so hot over the, the firebox that he's cooking on um, that that fish basket is, is so hot that even with the gloves that he has, it's very difficult to grab and have enough time to move it uh, off the, um, off of the grill. And, and he was wanting to know if I had any ideas about how maybe to make that easier or a better way to grab it or anything. And one of the things I wanted to say about that is, first of all, not all gloves are created equal. Um, I don't know what type of glove he, you know, Philip has, but um, there are some gloves out there that, you know, you know, little, small, you know, warm things, they're fine. But when it comes to screaming hot things, they're not fine probably one of the best gloves that I've had for hot accessories for heat resistance are the gloves that I get from kickashbasket.com. Those heat resistant gloves have just, they've just done better than any glove I've ever tried. And a pair of them are $30, not just for one hand, but for both hands, all right, a pair of those gloves. um, And they, you still have a good dexterity. You still have the silicone uh, cover. They're cotton gloves, but, um, you know, you got all of the fingers. You you can feel really well, and they just do a great job of resisting heat. Uh, And so that's one thing I would recommend on that. And then secondly, to double up, you know, if if your glove isn't enough, maybe get a second glove, a cotton liner or something put on, and then your heat-resistant gloves over that to add just a little bit more resistance and see if that – Uh, would help. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and mention that particular partner with us. Hold on just a second. Kickashbasket.com. Shake that ash and light That fire. Folks, they've got accessories for all types of grills, not just Camadoo, Big Green Egg, KJ. They've got accessories for the PK grill. They've got accessories for your Weber and the Blaze and all kinds of other grills if you check them out at kickashbasket.com. They've got your gloves, the JJ George grill torch. And of course, the famous kick ash basket, charcoal basket for your grill and the kick ash can to catch all that ash and make for an easy cleanup. One of the absolute best accessories you can get for your grill for not only charcoal management, fire management, but cleanup afterwards as well. And of course, they've got some really cool shirts uh, along with that as well. So check them out online at kickashbasket.com. So John, what are what are there anything else any, that really stands out at you? Because uh, I know you use the skewers, right? You use do you use metal skewers?
1: No, I just what use do bamboo.
0: Use bamboo. You soak them. In a perfect world, I would. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know I, what? Everyone had always had talks time. about that, and I don't yeah. either. Because <laughs> usually, by the time I grab them and I'm ready to use them, I'm like, oh,
1: it's too late. It's, yeah, it's I have too late. much stuff going on in my house to really be that <laughs> that's prepared. Right. I so, know. Yeah, that's um, right. I uh, soaked them probably the first two or three times I did it, and then the next time I didn't have time, and I just totally,
0: yeah, I don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like the, washing the, the car the first few you know months yeah. after you buy it, and then uh, yeah, and then yeah, it's it's a car. It's dirty. I mean, I, bu- <laughs> I
1: bought a pack of I don't know maybe sixty to a hundred skewers at the store, bamboo. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's been well over a year. Same bag in there, and just sure. grab one or two. It fits. I I don't. I haven't cooked hot dogs, um, but we cook brats. And I can fit five or six brats on one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, it makes it easy for turning. You come in a five pack so I can easily fit that. But when I get the single ones from the deli, I can, I can usually fit six of them on there. Yeah. And it just makes, I mean, that technique that, that I learned from you has been invaluable. Um, it just makes it so easy.
0: Oh yeah, man. When it comes to flipping hot dogs or stuff, I mean, rather than having them roll all over the place, trying to find them with a pair of tongs yeah. or anything like that. It's it just even reaching in with your hand. Sometimes you bump them, they roll, and then you searching for them on a hot grill and yeah, putting them on the skewers, just, you know, you, you find the skewer, you like turning a page in a book, man, just rotate yeah, them. And, and it's
1: so easy. And, and I was, before I was using that, I was, and, and the same is true with the, the fish basket right. for hamburgers. I, sometimes I'd flip something. And I don't know if I flipped it. Like, yeah. Did I flip it? And yeah. then I'd have to hey, come over here. And right. like I was you know, <laughs> like, what? No, that's that's not gonna work. There's gotta be a better way. So yeah. the the fish basket and the uh, skewers for the um the dogs is um and it's invaluable. Invaluable.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: But when I'm doing when I'm doing when I'm doing pork butts and things like that, I generally will get like a little um aluminum pan. Uh big green ink sells them. Yep. Um, but they're All also, right. I noticed that in my grocery store, they have deep dish pizza pans that are the exact same um, diameter size that it yeah. needs to be to fit. So I, sometimes I use those too. That's a great just idea. Just to catch, yeah. just to catch stuff and uh, get it out of there. But sure, something else I just thought of going back to that, the expander basket thing. Oh yeah. In addition to the ease of getting the uh, plate setter in and out, what, something that, I didn't like about the grill grates being in there without that plate setter was that they were down below the felt line. Right. Probably about an inch or something like that. It wasn't a real problem, but it just made some... Uh, I felt like I, I was getting my hand in areas where I didn't want to put my hands Yeah, down kind of closer. It was closer to the fire anyway. And that um, the um, expander basket... It, it raises it up. So it's, it's even with the felt line. So it's, uh, yeah. it, that, that was almost as equally handy, handy. for me as it was the, the ease of getting. The yeah, it, it is
0: really nice having that, you know, if you're doing a direct cook, not only raising it a little bit further from the fire, but having it level with the rim of that egg makes things a lot easier, you know, for, you know, when you if someone uses a spatula or a flipper uh, or something, you know, rather than reaching down below that rim line, you know, it's, it's level uh, even with it. And then you can uh, just kind of reach across that grate and, uh, and not worry about, you know, your upper arm, upper forearm, you know, getting burned on the side, you know, just inside the grill. So yeah, you're right. That, that is an awesome uh, benefit to having that that, uh, that basket for the plate setter, uh, to raise that grade up, even if the plate setter is not in. So yeah, absolutely. And
1: I've got the, I've got the five piece on my uh, list. If anybody, uh, you know, if anybody's got any father, father's <laughs> ideas for me, uh,
0: I'll take the right? five piece. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 The, I need that to get expander. some levels
1: going on in there.
0: Right. Absolutely. That's awesome. All right, man. Well, I tell you what, we are going to be wrapping it up, but, uh, I, I want you to, To be regular, I want you back on. We want we got a lot of things to talk about because with the last two years of grilling, I mean, we've just kind of touched on the things you're doing. You've been doing a lot of cool stuff as far as the techniques, you know. um, And I'm sure you're. I want you to walk through, you know, in in some upcoming programs some of the uh, the methods that you use, you know, to share with folks because it's, it can be intimidating when you're working with live fire and you're visually impaired. And so there's had to been some steps you walked through in order to, um, you know, go from the indirect cook to a direct to go from, you know, a 250 degree cook to a 350 or 400 degree cook. So, you know, I'm sure you had to do some mental prep and some other, you know, um, you know, work to get to that point. So that's something I'd like to, uh, you know, talk about in the future as well.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. It, there is some mental work involved in it, but it's all a ton of fun.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, it is.
1: But, but we are standing, um, within inches of a fire. So gotta be aware (laughs) of that too.
0: Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. All right, well, John, good to have you on, man. And uh, man, this it's been fun. I Always enjoy talking with you and hearing about your cooks. And and um, you know, yeah, if anybody wants to send John a five-piece big green egg expander for the large egg, <laughs> send us an email at blindgrilling at gmail dot com. I'm sure he'd be willing to take that. And maybe who knows? Maybe your wife will listen to this episode and. Yeah, it'll, well,
1: it'll, let's be, hope it'll so. be
0: under under the, the pine tree in the backyard or something. Let's hope so. <laughs> That's right. Awesome, man. Well, again, thanks for coming on. Appreciate that. Always good talking with you and look forward to uh, to doing this quite often. And because uh, we've got a lot of knowledge to share, I think, not only in cooking, uh, but we've got knowledge to share in, in a lot of aspects when it comes to uh, blindness, visual impairments, technology, and things like that. So uh, so that's something we, got for, we can look forward to uh, in the future. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. And remember, if you're looking, you ain't cooking.